Are you a female entrepreneur of color looking to connect with other badass women like yourself to share stories of challenges and triumphs, to inspire and be inspired, and to grow together as a community? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Money Talk with Yessie and Tori. We are financial advisors with a mission to change the face of modern wealth by helping female entrepreneurs of color find power in their money. Hey, Yessie. Hi, Tori. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Our pod recording day, best day of every other week. (laughs) Every other week. So Yesty and I have been in the financial services industry since we graduated from college, and I just celebrated 10 years in the industry while Yesty is coming up on seven. And just having celebrated 10 years, I was reflecting back on my journey and thinking about 22-year-old Tori and what I wish I would have known back then. So today, Jessica and I will talk about eight things we wish we would have known back then that we'll share with you on the pod today and a couple financial tips toward the end of the episode. So I'll have Jessica kick us off today. Yes. Okay. So we have a few things here because there's a lot I would tell myself. (laughs) Um, We try to keep them short. But one of them that really speaks to me is if I could talk to seven years ago, me, 21-year-old me, is to own the fact that you are, in fact, a business owner and to do not downplay that you are building something from scratch. So there is a lot of pride that should come with that. And yeah, don't downplay it because sometimes the title of business owner, you think that it's like, no, I'm not a CEO. I'm not this. Yes, you are. You're working on something. That's what I would tell myself. Yeah. What would that have done for you? The confidence, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the confidence from the get-go, you know, just like remind yourself, give yourself those affirmations. It's important. And another one is to market the heck out of yourself. Like do not be afraid to, right now we have so many platforms, you know, with social media, market yourself on every single one of them. Don't think that you're being annoying, that people are getting tired of you. No, like it is your page. It is your platform. You're there to speak about yourself. Your business is a big part of yourself. Market the heck out of yourself. They don't want to be there. They don't want to listen to it. That's fine. They'll unfollow you. And then you will attract, you know what? You will attract the people that do want to hear what you have to say. And repel the people that don't. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think- Weed them out. Yes. (laughs) I think that's important because just showing up as yourself and not being afraid to put yourself out there is really important. Like being in the arena and making yourself vulnerable to- criticism or whatever, but showing up as yourself and just marketing your service or your product and not being shy about it. Snaps. (laughs) The third one is don't be afraid to charge for your services. And we have a whole episode on this. It is our previous episode. Go back and listen to it. It was our episode six. six? Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, yay. This is our seventh. <laughs> but yes, don't be afraid to charge for your services. Really don't. I know you feel like you're just starting out that, you know what? Maybe I should do this for free for a while until I had a boy in love because I have years under my belt. No, you're taking your time. You're taking training. You're doing certifications. You're putting in the time to build. So, it's okay. Charge for what you 
value your services as? Talking to myself. (laughs) Fourth one is be proud of yourself for the fact that you are taking the step into entrepreneurship. And along the way of your journey, make sure to celebrate the wins as they come, okay? Because not all of them are going to be wins. It's going to be a journey. It's going to be a roller coaster, one heck of a ride. So celebrate, pause, reflect, and celebrate yourself. Yeah, even if they're small wins, just take a moment, like you said, pause, maybe pour yourself a glass of champagne or buy that cute top that you've been eyeing (laughs) for, that's been in your shopping cart for four (laughs) weeks. But just intentionally do something to celebrate something that you're proud of, whether that's big, small, whatever. But the intention behind it, I think, is important. And failure is going to be part of the process. It's part of entrepreneurship. It's part of life. And that reminds me of Simon Sinek's book, The Infinite Game. And to define infinite versus finite, James Kars wrote a book that defines finite versus infinite games. And a finite game is played for the purpose of winning. And an infinite game is played for the purpose of continuing the play. Like some games are bounded, they're predictable, like baseball, basketball, or bridge. I've never played never bridge played before. That <laughs> I thought it was That's just what, a, you know, you that cross. was the example that I used. But You see the short-term immediate implications and you play them to win. Like there's a winner, there's a loser, there's a score being kept. But other games like marriage, productivity, health, business, and entrepreneurship are unbounded. And you see the long-term sustainability issues and you play them to keep playing, like for the sake of playing. And another example of finite games are, you know, like I said, sports, politics, wars. There are clear winners and losers, and the participants obey rules, they recognize boundaries, and they announce winners and losers. Simon Sinek wrote the book called The Infinite Game, and it argues that business is not a competition, but an infinite journey, and that to do well in it, leaders must advance a just cause, build trusting teams, learn from their worthy rivals, and practice existential flexibility. So just Along the way in entrepreneurship, just knowing that each day is a new day and failure and success is kind of not really real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can have a goal, you can strive toward that goal, but according to this infinite game definition and it applying to business or entrepreneurship, it's a continuous game where you grow and It's like who you're being in the process. And so I think if you think about business and entrepreneurship in that way, it can be a lot more fulfilling and a lot more like well-rounded than just the black and white, like winner, loser, failure, success type of perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And it is that like have love for the game, like fall in love with what you are doing And that really does remind me of Kobe, because I know you said, right? Like, 
it is like you are passionate about what you do. You are obsessed, like healthy obsession. You fall in love with the game, you know, and it is that, that you are passionate about what you are doing. You are enjoying the journey of what you are putting out there. It is a day to day struggles, wins, losses. That is just, you're enjoying it. And, you know, it is the end of the day. Don't title the day as a failure or a success. Know that you woke up, lived your purpose, and tomorrow you're going to do the same. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The next thing that I wish I would have known as a younger entrepreneur is focus on what is important to your client. Like really put yourself in your client's shoes and think about what is important to them and how your product or service can meet the need that they are trying to fulfill with your service or product. And especially in marketing to your ideal client, like which brings us back to Yessie's first tip, don't be afraid to market the heck out of yourself and put yourself out there and show up. But always, whenever you're showing up, just remember to focus on what's important to your client in terms of what your product or service is providing for them. Next is listen to your gut or intuition, but don't listen to thoughts that might be lies (laughs) in your own mind, right? Like differentiate what serves you and what does not. So like listening to your gut, I think your intuition tells you a lot about what might feel right or wrong and you should listen to that. But like distinguishing your gut reaction with what is an initial maybe reaction in your mind that might have to do with like fear or something else that doesn't serve you, right? Like, oh, I can't go to the networking event because I'm so awkward and like, I don't know what to say to people. I don't know how to like present myself. Those are all kind of like just thoughts in your mind that are lies. Like Mm -hmm. you can overcome those thoughts and maybe transition them to be something a little bit more that serves you. But if your gut is like, I don't want to go to this event because it's not the type of environment that I want to be in. Like you can listen to that and um, like for that reason, maybe not go. Right. But just kind of like differentiating between the two. Right. Next is protect your energy. Spend little time with people who drain your energy and more time with those people who lift you up. And this also applies to yourself, right? You can't expect good energy if you're like the one bringing (laughs) down the energy. So I think just focusing on things that progress forward in conversations versus dwelling on the past. And that has to do with a lot of who you're surrounding yourself with. And I think You can protect your energy by being intentional about who you surround yourself with. Yep. So if there is another badass female in your office and you feel her energy and you want to do a podcast with her, do a (laughs) podcast with her. (laughs) Get it done. (laughs) Awesome. Protect your energy. Yeah. And then lastly, what sets you apart from the sea of sameness or what makes you different is your strength. Like – With Yessie and myself, we are different, unlike our industry or what our industry kind of looks like overall, Mm -hmm. generally. Mm -hmm. But we are leaning into what makes us different now 
and speaking to clients that will find how we stand out as a strength Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and speaking to those clients. Yeah. I know it took us time. It took us time. It took us seven years, 10 years. And (laughs) I think everything that we've learned up to this point, including our experiences and like how we've grown as people have brought us to this space where we're actually, like I said, in the arena, playing the infinite game, marketing ourselves and putting ourselves out there, taking a stand on specific topics and like on who we serve and are not shy about that. And we're leaning into what makes us different. So, and I would add another one here. It is, and I feel like everyone that's built a business or working on it, get a mentor, someone that you see, they've done it, right? There's someone out there that has done not exactly what you want to do. Cause everyone, I feel like everyone always adds their own spice, their own like sass to what they're going to do in the field or the industry that they're going to jump into, but someone is doing it. So all you have to do is just, you know, kind of copy and paste what they're doing. You don't have to do it alone and get a mentor, someone that you see what they're doing. You're like, I want to be where they are. How are you doing it? Guide me and then be a student, be a student with them. I know I've done that with Tori. (laughs) So I really encourage this. And now we're going to jump into some financial tips that we would give ourselves as you start out. And you know, us as financial advisors, I would talk to myself as a financial advisor (laughs) to younger me. And one of them would be as a 1099, as a self-employed individual, you're not paying taxes as you go on a month to month, right? Your taxes are not being deducted. Don't forget about that. Don't forget that at some point it is going to come. So prepare for tax season. And I would tell myself, set aside around 20% of your paycheck in either a high yielding savings account or in a brokerage account. Because one of the benefits that you have is that this dollar that is not being deducted you can get power over the dollar, right? And you can yield some sort of interest. And it is through either a savings account or if you want to open a brokerage and do some investments, you can also do that. But that's one of the ones. And the second one is... Don't forget to set up your own benefits. Review your retirement plan options. And if you're not sure what they are, you can check out our blog called Five Different Retirement Plans for Small Business Owners. But just don't forget to set up your own like future benefits, especially for retirement. And I mean, I guess not just for retirement, but you can also save a significant amount of money in taxes. So it's not just like saving for the long term, but it's also benefiting you in the short term by lowering your taxable income, by saving into these different accounts. Yeah. And if you are looking to expand your business and grow your business, now now you're hiring on W-2 employees, you're going to have, you know, two or more individuals look into those options that could, like Tori said, right? There are tax advantages to yourself as the business owner for yourself in the short term, for your employees in the short term, for your employees in the long term, and for yourself in the long term. Mm. So if you have questions on this, let us know. This is where we plug ourselves, right? (laughs) (laughs) But we do have that blog that we did, so you can check it out. And we also have an episode on it if you prefer to listen to it. 
But yeah, I hope this was helpful. I feel like our pod episodes end up being like therapy sessions for us. Yeah. So this is definitely talking to a younger self. Younger Yessi, younger Tori. Yeah. Yeah, I think this was good. And if you have any questions about setting up your own benefits and making sure that you start off on the right foot, and if you haven't started off on the right foot, you can always just start from where you are now. And, you know, without judgment, you can visit our website and schedule a meeting with either Jessica or myself, and we can help you with your personal financial plan and your business plan. So yeah, thank you, Yessie, yes, for the conversation. It's always so good. Always so great talking to you. And I think younger Yessie and younger Tori would be very appreciative of these tips. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Make sure to follow our pod and share this episode with the female entrepreneurs of color in your life. You can follow us on Instagram at at Yessie and Tori. We are Victoria Sierra and Jessica Lemos, financial advisors with Zotera Investors, located at 605 East Huntington Drive, Suite 203 in Monrovia, California, 91016. The views depicted in this material are for information purposes only and are not necessarily those of Zotera Investors. They should not be considered specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Neither Satera Investors nor any of its representatives may give legal or tax advice. Satera Investors is a marketing name of Satera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC. Doing insurance business in California as CFG STC Insurance Agency, LLC. Member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Satera Investment Advisors, LLC. Our California insurance licenses are... 0L17443 and 0I34349.